0: The Cairn is the most sacred place for the Garu. It is where the veil between the physical world and the Umbra is thin, and where the Garu can surround themselves in Gnosis, Gaia's spiritual energies and the source of many of their gifts. It is the wellspring of life, and for countless generations the werewolves have protected them from servants of the worm. The Sept is what these guardians are called, Garu who have gathered and sworn to stand vigil so that neither the Weaver and her machines nor the worm and his decay may destroy it. The Sept may be composed of dozens if not hundreds of Garu and many more kinfolk, or not by a small pack or even a single lonely werewolf. Some are ancient, having passed the torch through the ages from old to young, while others may be relatively recent, created upon the rare discovery of a new cairn. A Sept can be, and often is, composed of members from several different tribes, with one or two dominant ones. But it is not unusual for only a few, or even just one tribe to be present. A Sept protecting a cairn of strength in the frozen tundras of Siberia may be composed entirely of a stern family of Shadow Lords, while one tending a cairn of humor beneath a local comedy club may be populated by Garu of any tribe, as long as they have a sense of humor and no joy in life. Septs are communities, first and foremost. They make their homes in and around the cairn, they have formalized positions of power and leadership, and they have a strong bond with each other. Aside from the werewolves, there are usually also plenty of kinfolk, often family to the guru, who provide an invaluable source of labor and help to the Sept. Some cairns are either too small or hard to reach to provide proper living spaces in the area, and on such occasions the extra eyes and ears of the kinfolk may prove vital in order to assure that their holy place is left unmolested. Some cairns are likewise surrounded by dense wilderness, meaning that, unless the area is guarded thoroughly, it is much easier for a threat to the wellspring of Gnosis to sneak past and cause problems. While the werewolves of the Sept do their part, it is often not possible to cover the entire grounds without the help of the kinfolk. There are many offices in a cairn, some purely symbolic, while others are very much active in the day-to-day life of its Sept. The Gatekeeper is a vital role in the Cairn, for they are the one who maintains the moon bridge that can allow travel between cairns. They rarely leave their position, for it is almost impossible to predict when the gate needs to be open. Garou fleeing a besieged cairn may desperately need an exit, and likewise a sudden need to move forces to a battlefield can crop up when least expected. It is the duty of the Gatekeeper to always carry the Pathstone, a sacred fetish that allows the Garu to communicate directly with the Cairns Totem Spirits and thus opening their bridge. Because of its sedentary nature, few Garu aspire to this office, despite its necessity, and thus it is often held by an older, more experienced werewolf who may be past their prime, or otherwise incapable of keeping up with their fellow Garu. Guardians are those Garou chosen to keep watch over the Cairns' territory, and ensure that no creatures intrude. To help them do this, they are often given access to fetishes that give an edge both in surveillance as well as combat. This role in the Sept is often filled by younger Garou, who might not yet be trusted to leave on their own, considered too inexperienced to handle some of the worst their enemies can throw at them. Thus, they remain close to their Cairn while still providing an invaluable service. Guardians tend to be formed into packs, if possible, and depending on the size of the Cairn, there may be more than one pack of Guardians on duty, either taking turns or covering separate territories. Keepers of the land are, in the eyes of many young or foolish guru, little more than gardeners who keep the lands of the Cairn in good condition. In a way, that is true, just as how a clave is a lump of sharpened silver. The devil, as they say, is in the details. The Keeper's job is to ensure the Cairns' physical and spiritual well-being. The land must be kept in order so that the spirits who help protect and nurture it desire to remain. This does not necessarily mean that the Keeper trims the lawn or shears the rose bushes. Most Cairns are located in wild, untamed lands and thus it is much more a matter of ensuring the right balance, regardless of whether that is for ensuring the proper amount of clutter in a back alley or that the local flora and fauna don't outbreed each other. It is a task often assigned to elder werewolves who have failed to die in battle, and might often require crafty individuals, as it is not uncommon for the Keepers to have to deal with spirits directly, understanding their roundabout ways of communicating. The master of the challenge could, if you squint and apply some liberal interpretation, be considered something like the harpy of vampire society. It is no surprise that werewolves tend to get angry at each other, it's in their nature to rage, But it is important that grudges or disagreements are settled fair and square. The master of the challenge has the important duty to mediate between parties, settle on forms of challenges, and sometimes even represent the Sept itself should they be one of the parties in a disagreement. These challenges don't necessarily have to be combat, of course. A lot of times it is preferable that they are not, due to the high risk of injury and even death. So the master has to be well versed in many forms of trials. It could be anything from chess to howls, to even arm wrestling. Naturally, the challenges should reflect the grievances, lest it insults either parties or the totem spirits of the Cairn. And you wouldn't expect the Master of the Challenge to leave the Cairn unless under dire circumstances, as a momentary lapse might be all it takes for someone to literally lose an eye. The Master of the Rite, meanwhile, oversees another crucial aspect of Sept life, the Rites and Rituals. While not every rite is done by them, it is the duty of this master to make sure that each and every rite is learned correctly by those performing it, as well as overseeing the conducting of said ritual and aid in it should it be required. This is an office of utmost importance, because without this living encyclopedia of rites, a sept may run the risk of misremembering or even forgetting how to properly conduct them. Likewise, the Master of the right is usually the primary mediator between the spirits and the living, and they need perfect understanding of the Umbra and the things living there in order to facilitate a well-functioning relationship. Many Thurgs aspire for this position, as it is a deeply respected one, but to achieve this rank one needs to be both experienced and skilled. While there can be many Thurgs, only one can be the Master of the Rites in a Sept. The Warder is the one ultimately in charge of protecting the Cairn. They train the young, command the guard, and work together with the thurgs of the Sept to ensure that the spirits help them in their surveillance. It is also the warden who decides who is allowed to enter the cairn, acting as a final judge of a guest's character and purity of intent. The Warder is therefore a title of high importance, and in many cairns they are on equal footing with the elders of the Sept. In times of war, the warder acts as a marshal, organizing the cairns, defenses, and resources. It comes perhaps as no surprise that this role is often filled by an Arun, but with the caveat that they need not only martial skills, but also wisdom and experience enough to temper their rage, and order their fellow Garu in battle. Just like most any other of these offices, it is exceedingly rare for the warder to ever leave their cairn due to their importance and the need for constant vigilance. The Council of Elders are the last of the greater titles, and quite possibly also the greatest of them. These are the ones who hold power in a cairn, the ones who decide on a course of action, who lead through times of peace, and who counsel and teach young and old so that they may one day take over. They are, in a sense, the heart of the cairn, for they carry upon their backs the duty and burden of cultivating and fostering new generations of Garu to carry on the torch. As the name implies, there are very rarely young Garou on this council, but also not necessarily old ones. Werewolves who have proven themselves wise, skilled leaders and excellent teachers may all earn themselves a seat on the council if the others considered them worthy. These positions are all crucial for the survival of a cairn. Some smaller septs may have a guru conduct two or even more of these duties. It is, for example, not unheard of that a warder is also the keeper of the land but very rarely does no one claim these titles in the Healthy Sept. It is a dire time indeed when there are not enough Garu to fill them. Some minor titles exist as well, and while these are not as important, they nonetheless provide status and acknowledgement to those who attain them. The Caller of the Wild is the Garu responsible for summoning the totems of the Sept, including the Spears of the Cairn, during moots, monthly revelries held by the Sept. This may at times require some diplomatic skills, as not all totem spirits like each other's companies, and they may need to be convinced, or even bribed, to make an appearance. The duty of the Master of the Howls is to lead the Sept's howls during moots. Each Sept has a collection of song-like howls that recall great deeds, heroic sacrifices, or heart-wrenching tales. And it is this Master who must know them all, so that they may sing the loudest and longest of all the Sept's members. Talesingers, while similar to the Master of the Howl, is a prestigious minor title whose duty it is to regale the guru during the moots with well-picked stories passed down within the sept. This is more theatrical than musical, as it is often just a tale singer who tells the story, rather than the entire sept. Truth catchers often work together with the Master of the Challenge, as they work to help settle arguments and disputes. While the Master might decide the trial, it is the truth-catcher who has a say in whether there will even be a challenge or not. Finally, the Wyrmfoe has two roles. During the Moot, they lead the Revel at the end of it, where the guru run wild through the night to celebrate Gaia and the Wild. At other times, they are in charge of planning and leading strikes against the worm and its servants. While they are combatants, the revel require more than brawn, as many aspiring Wyrmfos soon learn. Few Septs today have the luxury to be picky about their warriors, but traditions die hard, and some would rather go without a seat filled than it being given to someone unworthy. We would like to pay our respects to the Methuselah, Storyteller Nyland, ancient and powerful as he, and Aubrey Ayers, whose wisdom transcends the boundaries of our understanding. We are truly blessed to be advised by their brilliance. The Primogen Council would also especially thank some members for their contribution to its work. Maximilian S. Hardcastle, Snow, 06 and Stonewolf 18. Your wisdom, experience and good judgment shall be the torchlight by which we conduct our affairs. We would also like to thank our elders Edward Reed, Dante the Canaan, whats that smells His blood and Remy van Roy, who shall receive our gratitude for their support and wise counsel. And we would also wish to send our gratitude to the ancillary Colin Gifford and Harry Wyckoff for their support. Likewise, our stalwart neonates receive our appreciation for their services. And thank you for watching. The world is dying. When will you rage?